Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. I'm going to cure you of something. You have a terrible fear of what? Oh, flying. Why are you so scared of flying? I, I can barely even talk about this. I I don't know why, because it's not that I fly quite a bit during the year. And so I don't know why, but I cannot stand flying. I have to be, I have to have a few drinks before getting on a plane. You said at all you time. go to the airport bar at 6 a.m. Oh, for to, sure. To... I have to like hunt down a drink. What do, you, what do you drink at 6 a.m. at the airport bar? Vodka. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Gary Spivey, are you listening to this, Gary Spivey? Listen, yeah. listen. this is Carly. She's filling in for Fallon. Hi, and I want, I want you to help her get rid of her fear of flying demons because she flies a lot. It's 2013. You really can't live your life in 2013 taking a Greyhound bus everywhere no. you go. <laughs> that would be difficult. Let's help her out here. So tell me about one of your experiences on an airplane. Gary's going to cure you of your flying scare, uh, fear of flying demons. Okay. Uh, the worst experience I probably ever had was flying to Maui this past year. And we, it, it, there wasn't even bad turbulence, but I was, for some reason, just terrified. And I would not sit down in my seat. I had to pace the aisles while we were flying. And the flight attendant came on twice, two separate times. And she's like, ma'am, you have to sit down. Like, you need to sit down in your so seat. So she comes on the speaker. See, on the speaker. And I'm the only one in the aisles. And I'm not embarrassed at all, though. But the rest of my family is just mortified. Like, you have to sit down, Carly. So this is the time when the seatbelt signs seat fast. Seatbelt signs you're on. Be, yes. You're supposed to be seated. And I won't sit down. So I go to the back of the plane. And I'm asking the flight attendants. I'm like, are we safe? Is this OK? And they're like, are calm we safe? Down. Yeah, they're like, calm. They're like, you're, you're not as safe if you're standing. You should probably go sit and put your seatbelt on and so but I don't know why it's so irrational I mean there was nothing wrong help her out Gary what can you do for somebody like that I mean she's got to fly she's got you know guys that want to fly her off she met guys online they want to she wants to fly to Atlanta to meet guys what do you do Gary well, here, here's what I'm seeing. When I trace it back, see, usually when you have a phobia of something, uh, it can be because of uh, something that, that happened previous. And so when I look at her, I'm seeing a previous thing that occurred and sometimes can even go back to a previous lifetime. In her situation, it goes back to her mother and to a previous lifetime. And so I believe her mom was probably with her in a previous lifetime, but she, she got thrown out of the top of something. And so somebody threw her, I think, threw her out the window and like so, of a castle or some sort of a tower or right. something like, like that my mom threw me yeah and i believe <laughs> well, your that mom was rude was present or around your mom I, I and i think was your mom with you on the flight to hawaii or not she was she was she was and so and that was the worst one ever right that was my worst experience yes yeah and see that's because she was with you see when your mom's with you you actually have more fear and so there's an energy around her that projects to you and I'm gonna get rid of that and see when I see this around people Dave you've heard me on the show a lot of times when I tell people they're turning into their mother yes <laughs> yes okay she would be turning into her mother oh god that's oh, not a bad Carly. thing my mom is awesome some people want to be their mom I want to yeah. be my mom 
Right, but I hear what you're saying, but I think you're turning into her, and your mom has one little fearful piece of her where she gets scared, and, and this is the piece you're turning into. And so it's, it's, I'm sure you love your mom. I'm sure she is awesome, but I don't know that you really want to be her. Right. You want to be you. And so, but you, 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 your fear thing goes back to your mother, and I can get rid of that. And then Get rid of it, yeah. Next, Please. Yeah, and then when you, when you, next time you see her, you'll be fine. Now, there we go. Now, you might notice the back of your head feels a little warm. Your legs are a little tingly. You feel a little different, a little tingly all over. Feel that little feeling? I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, okay. And so you got a little warm all over. Feel that warmth in your stomach even? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that warmth in your stomach, it was in the, that was a, a demon. You had a demon in your belly that was doing several things. One thing uh, was the fear of flying. The other thing was it makes you weird with food. A little bit of an eating disorder demon. Sometimes you'll eat too much, eat too little, not eat at all. What's your, you eat weird sometimes? Yeah, I eat a lot. Okay, well, overeating. But uh, anyway, you won't even do that anymore. So. <laughs> don't even, don't so, look at me like that. Yeah, so that'll be gone as well. But it was attached to your mom going back to a previous lifetime. You'll feel much better now, and you'll see you'll be able to fly, and it won't be any real issue. You can get drunk if you want to. But uh, What up? <laughs> Gary's Thank a big you. proponent of getting <laughs> Thank drunk, you. aren't you, Gary? Yeah. More Thank I drink, you, Gary. more psychic I become. I'm going to do one more uh, on text message, and we'll get back to the phones here, Gary. Gary, my younger brother just moved in with his girlfriend about a month ago. She's got four babies with three different baby yeah. daddies. Yeah. And she's married once also. She's got four kids. Oh, my God, all four kids are moving there? Ah! No. And uh, they are already arguing and fighting, et cetera. What's going to happen in their future from a concerned <laughs> older brother? Okay, older brother, you have a, but you're a saint to let these people move in with you, but I would not nope. let these people move in. You're enabling them. You're letting them continue to be stupid and make bad decisions while you pay their rent and their utilities and cable and give them free Jack pizza. So what is your, what, what's going to happen, Gary? Uh, it looks like that some of them set his couch on fire. Somebody's going to set his couch on fire. Right. And so I just see finally it's like it gets crazy mm. because they just do stupid things, and I, I think he'll probably uh, figure out how to get rid of them in about two weeks. Oh, good. Uh, but it'll be a bad scene. But somebody actually likes the inside of the house on fire, and I believe the couch burns. That's so now, are bad. they doing this while they're free basing crack cocaine? Or are they smoking weed and falling asleep? Or they tip the bong over? It could just be the cigs, Dave. Maybe, maybe, maybe simple it's a, as a cig. Could, it could be a cigarette, or maybe they light a barbecue. Maybe they get baked and they light a barbecue grill there in the house. That's a bad does, idea, Dave. How does this happen, Gary? What do you see? Uh, it looks like that they spill something flammable, and it just sets everything on fire. Liquor. Like playing. Could be. Could be. <laughs> they're going to okay. pour Goldschlager all over the place, of course, on the right. couch. We're like, what's the best Gary's, way to get rid of all this Goldschlager? <laughs> Gary, is Goldschlager fl- flammable or no? I believe it is. Okay, thank you. Uh, I, I, no. I, I, I have a one quick question. This is an email, and I've always actually thought this. My, I wondered this. My dad died very suddenly and unexpectedly one year ago. There's a specific song that has become important to me since because it was his ringtone. I hardly heard the song prior to his death, but since I am constantly hearing it randomly on a radio, background music at a restaurant, stores, etc., are my ears just more keen to it because I'm more aware of it now, or is my dad letting me know that he's around? Does he well, have anything of- to say to us? Well, yeah, he actually says he's happy. Some One of the family members just moved, and he says he's very aware of the move, and uh, he, he says that he gets to play angel to everyone, and he said that's really him. He's waving his arms from side to side and, and yelling, that's me, that's me. So that's really him. Every time she, they hear the song, that's what it amounts to. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. All right, let's talk to who's been waiting for a long time, Christy, waiting for a long time. Christy, what did you want to ask Gary Spivey? Um, okay, well, first, 
thank you guys for having me because sure. it's been like a long time since I've wanted to talk to Gary. Um, for as long as I have had my kids, so my oldest is three and a half, and I'm going to try to make it through this without getting super emotional. Um, I get these really weird like images in my mind and that it becomes somewhat real like I, I told the person who answered the phone as an example my husband and I wanted to go to Chicago and I heard you know about the sky deck and how fun that would be and I wanted to bring the kids but then I get like this image of the glass breaking and the kids falling and okay it's all right, yeah. I, I think I know what you're getting. Do you get images of you doing things to hurt the kids yourself? No. You don't do that. that. You just It's get, always bad things happening to them. You always get images of your right. kid, like, you know, riding into a mailbox on their skateboard and breaking their neck. Or, you or get someone kids, T-boning us in the car right, and they're so in the car seat. That's, I think that's called being a parent. Mm-hmm. But I But also, I, I, know I think what you it's mean. a little more than usual. It is. Gary, is this abnormal? Yeah. Is this normal? Why does she think this way? Well, when I look at the origin of it, it doesn't go back to a trauma. It actually goes to a red-eyed demon. And so she actually has a demon that makes her have these almost nightmare, night terror-like, you know, visions when she's awake. And so feel the chills. You might feel the chills on your arms I right do. now. Yeah. Yeah, feel that weirdness. Yeah. And so yeah. this is a pretty big demon, and I just pulled it off of her. Uh, but these are the demons that make people have horrible dreams and horrible visions and horrible thoughts. And but, so I just got rid of it. She'll feel really warm in her head right now. But she just shouldn't have any abnormal expectations or fears of getting T-boned any more than the rest no. of us getting T-boned. So these no, visions she have aren't, aren't a prediction. They're just kind of like a fear. Yeah, it's a demon. It's actually a demon making her have these things okay. and uh, and keeping her away from doing things that she really wants to do. And so, but I got rid of it. She'll feel a whole lot better, and I don't think she'll have those anymore. Thank you. Yeah, it's just I always felt like somehow it was me thinking that I would see my kids die. Like that was a like nope. I would outlive them. Yeah, well, that, I can see why, because it's reoccurring over and over and over. But I don't think you'll have it anymore. If you notice, your back is warm and your hands are warm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Christy, good luck. Yur is on the phone. She's been waiting for a long time. Yur, you want to talk about your four-year-old daughter. What's going on? My four-year-old daughter keeps on referring to Granny, and she keeps saying that Granny lives everywhere, and Granny has a lot of animals, turtles, dogs, golden retrievers. Now, who is Granny to you? Is Granny somebody who's passed away? Granny overseas passed away. Okay, and Granny overseas granny passed away. Still lives here in the U.S. She's oh. still alive. Okay, so one Granny has passed away. Yeah, only one Granny passed away. The only grandparents that passed away that she's close to would be my grandfather. Okay, lives here. So we want to know who Granny is that she keeps talking to, or is it just her imagination, or is she actually seen someone? Is it somebody who's positive, negative? Gary, what do you see? Yeah, it's a great grandmother actually, and. Um, I, I see an old, old lady, but it's a great-grandmother, and she's able to see her, and she was kind of fun. Uh, she cooked a lot. She specially baked uh, baked warm, uh, like, cookies or pies or cake, uh, smelled cake, and, you know, that kind of thing. And so, but I just see this grandmother around her in spirit, and she knew her um, in heaven. And many times our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers uh, will pick our children, and so she sort of picked her from heaven for you. And so uh, that's the reason she feels a closeness to her. It's your great-grandmother. That would explain it, because my daughter has a red birthmark, and in our culture, 
the red birthmark signifies that in the time when my daughter was being created, my daughter kept on dying and being recreated. Wow, interesting. So the gods, the gods created that red potion and... Uh, Okay, I, I hate to cut you short, but i got to move on. Uh, here's a text message. My mom's uh, Winchester rifle disappeared after my mom passed away. We think my stepdad took it or his grandson has it. Gary, could you tell me where mom's two forty three Winchester rifle went to? That's the grandson. Absolutely. Grandson stole it. Rotten yeah. grandson. Uh, Gary, my anxiety is out of control. I'm constantly Googling symptoms I have and spending a ton of money at the hospital just so I have a reassurance that I'm okay. What's going on, Gary? Well, this is the reason why, you know, if, if you come to the Treasure Island show, yeah. uh, in, a, in a live show, I explain to people how to get rid of these things like their panic attacks, uh, their anxiety, uh, whatever demon you think you have. Uh, but this is actually a panic attack demon, and I just got rid of them for, for them. They'll feel a whole lot better. And so it's simple as that. I'm so, You know what? I hear from people all the time, if they start to be honest and open up a little bit, how many people have anxiety? How many people have social anxiety? How many people have panic attacks? Mm -hmm. And you would never know by talking to them, looking at them. It's like, really? You got social anxiety? They're like, oh, my God, yeah. I can't like be in a room with all these people or whatever it is. Well, that's just picking up on the vibes from the other people. Yeah. See, I feel that same sensation when I walk into a room. I can, I'm an empath. I'll feel all the vibes from everyone. And if somebody has a lot of tr- uh, fear, you'll feel it. And that's what they're doing. They're picking up on other people's demons. And so they're actually borrowing a lot of those demons from other people. Uh, but I can show them how to meditate and get rid of all that. And so easy to do. Interesting. Let's get that to the phone on uh, uh, 651-989-KDWB. Hi, Charity. Hi. What did you want to ask Gary Spivey? I was curious, okay, around Christmas time, my son had lost his billfold and he got cash from Christmas and he had gotten gift cards and all sorts of stuff and now all of a sudden we couldn't magically find his billfold. So I was wondering if somebody took it, if it was misplaced or... How old's your son? I'm just curious. He's 15. Okay, so he got a lot of stuff, got a lot of gift cards and money for Christmas. Yeah. It's been missing. How long was it missing before you noticed it? I'm just curious. It was probably like two, three days because he had his driver's permit in his billfold, so we went to go driving and he couldn't find it. So, so we've been searching and we just can't find it. And it's been gone since Christmas time? Yeah. All right, Gary, what do you see? What happened to that wallet? I think it's one of his schoolmates um, that got it, but it's a girl, not a guy. It's some girl he hangs around with quite a bit, and she um, took it. That's what happened. Really? Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Would you have any idea who that is, Charity? Yeah, I can only think of one. Is that well, the one? Hands, yeah, my hands got warm, and so that means that's the one. And so the, really? that particular one. Yeah, because she stole a lot of stuff before. I, I don't know if you know that, but she has. Gary, why do some people steal? I just don't have it in me to steal something that belongs to somebody else. And But some people have no trouble. It's like, oh, it's not nailed down, and I want it. I'm going to take it. I'll lie about whether I took it or not, and I won't feel any remorse whatsoever. Why are there some people that can guiltlessly do that and do it as often as they can, and others of us that just don't have it in us to do that? Right. Well, the reason is, Dave, is because some people are not empathic. They they wouldn't be able to be um, like have empathy or feel feel the pain of the person they're hurting. And see, most people really can feel other people's pain, and so and so therefore you wouldn't want to cause a person pain because it hurts you too. You can feel that pain. And so when a person doesn't have the ability to to empath, uh, that means that they can steal. Let me and, ask uh, you this: so- If that person is a thief, and they're not empathic. 
can they be a good person in other ways? I mean, can there be a, this sounds stupid, but can there be a good-hearted thief or a decent, a thief that's a decent, decent person? Robin Hood. Uh, a kleptomaniac can be a kleptomaniac is a different thing yep. that would be a mul- like a multiple personality and that means something else totally takes over them it's yep. not them and and so they could be a good person okay uh, i'm totally. just curious cuz i know somebody who's a thief and it's like wow but they seem like a good person mm-hmm. but i know they're a thief uh, but i i think cuz that that's just one part of their personality yeah um right. you know they they're not doing that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Most thieves aren't, do you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, they have these little impulse things where I think they make those bad decisions that make, that really make us judge them as a whole negatively. Mm-hmm. But that's just one little part of them. All right. Where are you today? We're dying to know. Uh, I'm in Greece. Still in Greece. Still Now, where in yeah. Greece? Uh, I'm just up in the mountains right now. And so it's sort of like a monastery type of an atmosphere. Is it the you same know. place you were last week? No, this is different. And so it's it's uh, it's really fun. I'm going to a lot of these old monasteries and things and stuff and churches and, you know, just a lot of spiritual places, really. It's, oh. it's quite amazing. I've learned a lot. I'll it's, tell you what, man. Their economy may be in the crapper, but their phone service is fantastic. Oh, good. <laughs> it's really good. Isn't it amazing, Gary, though? We um, we went to a place in Ireland called Muckras Abbey, which was built in the 15th century by Franciscan monks and the whole thing. And just the vibe you get, and I don't know if it's if you're making it up in your own head or what. That of all the no. people that have been there and gone through there and lived and died, it's it's just it fills you up, you know. Uh, it, well, you can feel a lot of times you can feel uh, energy fields of, of light and healing uh, as you walk around. You know, I can I can actually see the angels. I can see heaven. I mean, it's really like heaven on earth in a lot of these spots. It's pretty amazing. Um, we'll start with Janet. Hi, Janet. Hey, um, so you lost your mom about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we and, t- uh, sorry, go ahead. Did we talk to you then? No, no. This is my first time calling in. Oh, awesome. Well, welcome. Thank you. Uh, you, just, um, you just want to check up, see what's going on? Yeah, well, my, my um, dad accidentally ran her over. That's how she passed away. Oh, my dad is certainly still in jail. Um, but I've... You know, the day she passed away, it was um, at night, so I never got to say goodbye. It, uh, it was an accident, but he's still in jail? Yeah, yeah. They were both drinking and... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Gary, what do you see? Well, you know, I was very, very confused when I, when I was looking, and um, um, I saw her mom, and her mom was showing me bars, and I, I couldn't understand what was going on. In other words, like, you know, I don't remember ever looking into heaven and seeing bars. And, like, her, you know, her mom was showing me that. And, and I was trying to interpret it from her mother in my head. And I thought, what in the world am I going to say? But then, as you said, your dad's still in jail for running over your mom. Now what your mom is saying, was showing me, makes sense. Uh, she tells me uh, that uh, it was, she's telling me, don't be mad at him. And she's even telling me it was her fault. So I, and, and so she's she's saying she loves you. Uh, she's really really sorry. And please please know I love you. Tell everybody I love them. And and she's wanting to even tell him that she is sorry and she loves him and she totally forgives him. She's not angry uh, in, in any way. She says, Oh my. She says, Oh my God. Oh my God. Please please tell everybody. Please tell everybody. So she really uh, is taking this opportunity to just you know uh, she's pleading for. 
for me uh, or you to tell everyone what she's trying to convey over. Yeah, and Janet, but, uh, you, you don't sound mad. Are you mad? Um, I was. Uh, I, I did have a little bit of anger, um, but, you know, I did forgive him. I did. But she's forgiven, and she even says it's her fault. So whatever that means. Tell everybody else. So, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Right. Yeah. And so Thank you. She she loves you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, sweetie. Have a good You're day. Welcome, honey. Thanks. Bye. All right, we'll see you. Uh more with the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. He's in Greece. When, now when are you coming home? Not next week. Never. <laughs> Never <laughs> ever. You're having such a good yeah. time. Uh, meditating on top of a mountain. <laughs> yeah, not a bad deal. Um before the break we were talking to Mia and I guess this all ma- this all makes sense that that you you had an abortion and now you know, you're nine months later, and I, so I think, you know, from just standing on the sidelines and looking at it, playing amateur psychologist, I, I guess it makes psychologist, psychiatrist. Which one is it? I don't know. Psychiatrists can uh, prescribe medications. So, oh, so psychologist. Yeah. Uh, I guess, so I guess that all makes sense, Mia. But uh, but uh, Gary, you see something deeper. Uh, yeah, and and here's what I'm seeing. Um, I feel like that uh, she has a lot of spiritual connections, and so I think she's very naturally spiritual. Is that, is that the way you feel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you just, you're just very much a touchy-feely angel kind of person, and uh, and I think that you're, you're tapping into a lot of guilt, wondering if you did the wrong thing or the bad thing. And uh, the, the lucky, the good news is, you know, uh, how far along were, were you when you had the abortion? Do you know? Um, like a... Um... I think seven months or seven weeks. Right, because whatever it was, uh, the soul of a of a little baby many times will enter uh, in the last, you know, the final days before you actually have the baby. Uh, the spirit will be in there, but the the true soul enters uh, somewhere, you know, right sometimes even right before the baby's born. And uh, uh, the reason I know this is because I can be walking around in public somewhere and suddenly my stomach gets really hot. And that's because I'm empathing some pregnant woman who who the soul would enter enter, uh, her body uh, while I walk by because I have a lot of light around me. And and so the spirit feels protected or the soul feels protected as it enters the, the, the woman's body. And I look around. There's a there's a pregnant lady across the you know across the room, and so. But this this um, um, baby's uh, soul was not in there, and so it hadn't even entered your body. It was just hovering around, and so it's a lot different thing uh, in in my vision if that's the case. And so uh, I don't see uh, an earthbound spirit around you. I don't see an earthbound baby around you. Uh, I just see a lot of angels around you. And so uh, don't feel sad. Don't feel guilty. Um, You know, maybe you never want to have another abortion uh, because you you see how that affects you. But I can clear the dark energy around it and the guilt energies and the trauma. But I think you're feeling all the old trauma from this and from the relationship. And so I just cleared everything away. Look how warm you feel. See, your hands feel warm and your stomach feels warm. Um, You feel... You feel a little lighter? Are you able to feel that? Yeah. Okay. That little bit of light feeling is a very big deal. And so you have to realize just uh, you're, you're going to be fine, and I don't see any, any negative spirit hanging around you or anything traumatized around you. I really don't. And so, is that guy the right uh, guy? Some, sorry. Is what? Is that guy the right guy that I'm supposed to be with? I think he's really immature, and so if he becomes more mature, 
uh, in the next little bit. And it looks like he is growing up, but he feels very immature. Does that make any sense? Mm, I don't know. Is he self-centered? No, no, not at all. Okay, because I'm seeing who, the, with what I'm seeing, it seems like that he's a, he's a little bit selfish in some ways, and I see he's a little immature in some ways to what you really are looking for, but it looks like he's probably going to come around, and I see him doing a lot better. So whatever he's going through, I think he learned a lot as well. So that's what I see. Okay. Good Thank luck, you. Mia. Thank you. Starting to feel better a little bit? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. That was the uh-huh. idea. <laughs> Radio V. I do a lot of things. When I read people, I tell them what's going on in their lives. I've got a lady that's emailing me continually. This is going to freak you out. It's not a lady. It's oh, a catfish. Well, I just want to know if you give me six lucky lotto numbers. Okay, <laughs> everybody get a pen. You know, his biggest thing he's into, he's sort of addicted to pornography. Does that make sense to oh. you? Oh, my God. Yes, that makes sense. The Gary Spivey Show, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on T-Radio V L.A. Hey, see you guys then. You take care. What precisely is going on here? You are listening to the world's most gifted psychic. It's the world's most gifted psychic. Um, I'll just project as much love and light as I can, but then I'm sure that you guys are doing the same thing. Gary Spivey. Gary Spivey. Get your questions answered on the morning after. All right, so you can call us up at 918-460-1069. We got all the lines completely full right now for the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey. And when we say world's most gifted psychic, we really do mean it. Connecting to us from where, Gare? Oh, I'm in Greece today. In Greece. Uh, oh, by nice. the way, uh, I wanted to say thank you for sending us all those photos uh, from your trip. And Crystal did Photoshop herself into yeah. Uh, yeah. pretty much all of them. So it, it <laughs> oh, was a good one. Right. It's like I was there with wow. you, Gary. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Oh, by the way, Facebook.com slash KHTMA also to ask a question. You want to kick it off right there? Yeah, I've got one here from Jenny Davis. She says, Gary, my dad passed away in February. Before he passed, he didn't know us because he had had advanced Alzheimer's. Is he at peace and does he have anything to tell us? Well, um, when he died, he was actually floating around his body. Alzheimer's is a disease that allows the soul to slip out of the body before the physical body dies. And so he was very much around, uh, around and was very much aware of everything everybody was doing for him. And he just says, tell everybody I'm good, I'm okay. And he says his head, he's not, he's, in his words, he says, I'm not goofy anymore. <laughs> so it means he's not crazy anymore. Great, and thank so you. He's fine. Let's go to so. Collinsville here with Tisha. Good morning, Tisha. Hi, good morning. You're on with the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey. What's your question? Hi, Gary. Um, my son, he's been having some problems sleeping every night, and he seems really scared when he wakes up, and I wanted to know if it had something to do with maybe his medicine that he's taking or if something's bothering him. No, I see d- different dark demon energies that will attack people at night, especially gifted children. Um, yeah. and so I can get rid of the darkie. Does he ever talk about monsters in his bedroom or anything like that? Um, no, but it seems like I see stuff in our house. Like I see a shadows, bunch of shadows, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what they look like. Those you'll see a shadow out of the side vision, your peripheral vision. Uh, but I, I see several demons, but not because he's a bad kid. He's a really bright light. You mentioned his medication. What's he? T- what's he on? He's on Adderall now. Ugh. See, here's, here's what happens, and, you know, I, I know it's so hard. There's really not a right answer. So if I were a parent, I might do the exact same thing. 
but what happens is when I you're, your son is spiritually gifted, this means yeah. he can see in all, all the dimensions I can see in, probably, and then some. So he's going to be a little bit dazed and a little bit of a daydreamer, you see. And uh, he's sort of going to be all over the place. And he's not even, even able to look at a, uh, a person for more than, say, 15 seconds. If there's a teacher teaching at the front of the room, when he's looking at her, she will disappear in sort of a golden white hue. And, and so he can't. It's very hard for him to, to be able to pay attention in the conventional way people get taught these days. So he's, he'll be disruptive. However, I disagree totally with Adderall uh, because what it does, it takes these kids out of their present space they're in where they're really spiritually gifted, and it, and it disconnects them from everything spiritual usually. Uh, because it puts them, it, it, it disrupts their timing and their vibration of truth, and so then they're not able to see all this stuff. So they'll help, they'll pay attention a lot better. They'll do make better grades on their on their math tests. However, they they really are sort of disabled from being spiritual, and so uh, then dark energies will sort of attack them worse. So um, so it's really a tough one. Uh, if you read my book, it'll help you a lot. It's called Your Keys to Heaven. The biggest chapter in the book is on spiritually gifted children, and it really explains to you how to deal with them and uh, not have to medicate them or sedate them. Okay. You know, and so, but I got rid of his dark energies, and uh, he'll feel a whole lot better. He won't be afraid now. <sighs> Thank you, Gary. Thank You're you welcome, so much for your call this morning, Tisha. You're welcome. Good You're luck. so great, Gary. Thank you. I have a question here from Brandy Strolley. She says, since I was a young girl, I always hear things and see things nearly on a daily basis. I always get feelings when I'm supposed to do something or when I'm not supposed to. My sister Heather also goes through the same thing for nearly the same time. Do I have certain abilities? I just don't know how to use them. Um, how can you help me understand them more? Well, you know, you really learn to understand them more by meditating. And so if you get my book, it's called Secrets from God, Your Keys to Heaven. It's actually your keys to seeing heaven. But the book actually explains to you how to see all the dimensions and how to use and receive receive and use spiritual gifts. And so uh, it's uh, on GarySpivey.com. That's the, the best way, because when people read this book, they really do uh, tell me it's life-changing. And so it's basically me uh, teaching people how to do or see what I am able to do or see. And so uh, it, it's, uh, it's very helpful. But I see they have a Native American energy. Uh, I feel like probably they had Native American in their heritage. So, therefore, they are getting a lot of their spiritual gifts from their, their in Indian Native American uh, heritage. That's what I see. Uh, Jessica, good morning, Jessica. Good morning. Uh, thanks for holding. You're on with the world's most gifted site, Gary Spivey. Say hello. Hello, Gary. Hi, what's your question? Uh, my girlfriend was diagnosed with fibromyalgia uh, a couple months ago, and I was right. wondering if it's going to get better or worse, or if she might have to quit her job. Yeah, well, here's what I see. Many times, I, and I figured this out years and years ago, uh, when I look at somebody in the spiritual dimension and they have a tremendous amount of darkness on them, uh, that darkness can really uh, kind of subdue their, their energy and the way they feel, uh, until they basically feel terrible, have no energy, they feel sick. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but when I look at your girl, when I look at your girl there in, in the spiritual dimensions, uh, here's what I see: uh, she looks like she's covered up with black volcanic rock. So that means no light is going into her physical body, and all of her angels in the upper dimensions are covered up with the same black volcanic rock look. 
and I'm cracking that off of her right now, and I can clear all of her dimensions. I can do it really fast because I'm used to doing it. And so there, now I just cleared her and and uh, um, and probably got rid of, I don't know, a couple thousand demons. And so it uh, doesn't mean she's a bad person. just means she's a real bright light, and the dark energies are trying to put her light out. And so notice how you're starting to heat up inside now. You feel kind of warm inside your body. Feel that? Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird, right? Right. You weren't expecting to feel anything, and you can sort of feel that, and all the way down your toes are hot. Feel that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she's feeling really warm right now, uh, and so you're just empathing what's happening to her. And that's healing energy that's going into her body. See, a person, if they don't have any healing energy in their body, then their body will get sick and then they would get sick sometimes and die. And so uh, with her, she just had a husk of dark energy around her blocking her, and I bet you she feels better instantly. Next time you see her, I bet you she's like, wow, or if she's around you now, uh, it'll be a different feeling for her. She'll feel totally better. She has to learn how to meditate or she's going to be sick. So that's, that's her choice. She really has to just get to where she meditates a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, if she clears her energy, she's going to feel really, really good. Okay? Oh, okay. Thank you, Jessica. So good luck. Thank you. Uh, let's do one more call here with uh, Lacey from Tulsa. Good morning, Lacey. Good morning. What's your question for the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey? Well, um, I was wondering first, Gary, if you could just clear my energy. And my question was, um, you know, I feel like I'm in the right career path, but I would like to do a lot more energy work, and I'm not just sure, like, when I should be, you know, branching off to do that. Right. Well, I think you're going to do it part-time as you go, and you're going to do different things as you get better and better with meditating and more spiritually gifted as you go. Uh, And you have a tremendous amount of gifts now is what I see. But uh, it looks like, it it looks like to me that within, uh, say, two years, you'll be doing it really a lot of the time. And so... Uh, you t- you do people a lot of good. I don't know if you do any kind of physical therapy or or acupuncture or massage therapy. Yeah, I'm a massage therapist. That's what you are. Okay. Yeah. Well, you because you're really good. You're really good, and you're quite a healer, is what I see. And so I think that you're doing something uh, uh, very appropriate for uh, who you are. Hey, that's great. All right. Thank you. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number is 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.